Memphis, 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 what up, Grizz Nation, and welcome back to another Throwback Thursday of Grizz 901. We had a chance to speak with Tom Izzo way back on January the 27th, and he did not disappoint. This is an interview you're really going to enjoy. Tom Izzo talks a lot about Jaron, Xavier Tillman, and even Zebo. He talks about maybe the relationship he had with Zebo early on. And gets into a little bit about Jaron and his family and the type of player that he is. He also talks about Xavier Tillman and how he can be Draymond-esque. And it was high praise. And it's a funny story that you'll hear uh, out of Coach Izzo. Him talking about the guy who is Xavier Tillman. And he did not look like the guy he was, I guess, now for the Grizzlies. He became a father early on. And would just not had it all together, it seemed. And that's where that's how it came off to me. And eventually, it kind of came together for Xavier Tillman, where he was able then to kind of put the pieces together. And now he has an NBA career. And I think it's going to be a long career because he can do so many things. And so this is going to be something that you're going to just sit back and enjoy because it's, it's very rare we get to hear from one of the GOATs, who is Tom Izzo. So without further ado, let's get into it. Enjoy. Today's interview, we have with us a Hall of Fame coach. He is a locker room dancer, and he's Michigan's daddy. He is Coach Tom Izzo. What's up, Coach? How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm, I'm so excited to have you on, and thank you for joining us. Uh, the Grizzlies, they, they love their Spartans. They're, they're Spartan dogs, as we call them, as y'all call them. Uh, and so we, we've had Zebo over the years. And now we get to enjoy somebody like Jaron Jackson Jr. and Xavier Tillman. So I guess my first question is, is there something in the relationship with the Grizzlies and Michigan State that we don't know about that we're getting all these high-level, high-IQ players? Well, I think you do got both there, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, I just talked to Zebo a couple of weeks ago. I know they retired his number and I went down there for, you know, one of his games. I was hoping to get down there for the retirement between COVID and all the problems. I couldn't. But I, at the end of his career, I took my son down there, and it was uh, Zach Randolph Day. And uh, I, I remember talking to the mayor. I talked to everybody that night, and uh, I think Zach is the mayor there. And I thought it was a great fit for him. You know, he was at a couple places, Portland and New York, and everything was a problem. And uh, Zach is a great guy. I just saw him out in California about two months ago and uh, love him. But these two guys that you got now, I mean, there's no doubt Jaron Jackson is, I think, uh, destined to be a superstar. He, he stays healthy. Uh, he was one of the more unique players I had. I remember seeing him as a junior. I told my assistant, we can't recruit him. You know, he was long, but gangly and this and that. And, and uh, just kind of looked like another guy out there. And boy, then his senior year, uh, he started coming on. But one of the more fun guys to coach, he has an incredible personality. 
right. his parents are the greatest. I love his mom and grandmom, his dad. But he, uh, he's been brought up on basketball, you know, I mean, because of his dad. And he's been brought up disciplined because of his mom. And uh, so Jaron was, uh, you know, a great student, great kid. But he worked on his game. You know, he came here, I think he was 222. He left at about 240. And he, and he got stronger. You know, you tell him what to do, he'd do it. Um, but he, too, has a very good basketball IQ. And Xavier is my modern-day Draymond Green, you know, that he has a very, very high basketball IQ, too. And uh, I think Xavier was like Draymond. You know, Jaron, um, I think Jaron was ready to come back to school. And his draft status just kept moving up and up and up. And even a, a month after the season, you know, people started realizing how good defensively he was. He can shoot a three. You know, he, he did get in foul trouble. He used to frustrate mom. And he still gets in a little foul trouble now. But, uh, man, I tell you, he, he can guard a lot of different people. I remember putting him on wings. and I could put him on a center. I could put him on anybody. And those long arms and that high IQ. And if, if I'd have had him another year, I'd be a better coach probably would have won a national championship because he was really coming on, you know, his ball handling skills. He just, he's so multidimensional. I think the only problem he's had at Memphis was, you know, when he had the injuries and that it, it's kept him back a little bit, but Xavier is almost identical to Draymond. Uh, you know, everybody would call me, well, what does he do? Well, I said, not, not a lot of things. But he does best as wins, right. you know, and that's important to you people, you know, yeah. but nobody did that with Draymond. They didn't believe that. Now I talked to Steve Kerr, you know, he, he's he been out with an injury and they've lost three out of four right. or something, you know, he Xavier is that way. And I think he'll get to be that way. You know, he's got to earn his keep there too. And yeah. they've got some good guys in there, but if ever there's a, a Xavier and, uh, and JJJ together, um, that could be a hell of a deal for, I know it would be for me, but I think it would be for you in Memphis too. Yeah, no, those two, uh, they are a tag team. Uh, and so it's, it's so special to see, uh, the personalities, like you said, because, uh, it really, they're good, they're good guys, but also they have fun, the chemistry, uh, you can't replace that with, with Xavier. I want to ask a question. Um, how important is a player like Xavier in your college program, but also, into a uh, pro team because he is Mr. Consistency. And like you said, he doesn't do anything just off, you know, off the radar, you know, where it's just crazy, but he does everything the right way. So how important is that? Well, I think it's really important. And I think you, you look at it in college and you just say, yes, that's very important. I don't, I think it's sometimes in pros, we think, well, we just got to get the most talented guys. As we see in college, you know, if it was the most talented guys, Kentucky and Duke would win every championship. And maybe this year, you know, and I, I mean that with respect. Right. Uh, because they have unbelievable talent. You look at this year, you know, you look at a Memphis, I mean, at a, the Lakers, for example. You know, I mean, if you look at just straight talent, there's a lot of teams that have talent. But what Xavier brings to the table, and he did for us, you know, he came in here 280-some pounds. Wow. And, you know, the first thing he had to do is lose weight. He came in here a very average student. But what Xavier had going for him, he got married early. In fact, Jaron was the best man at his wedding. I was at his wedding. And uh, maturity, maturity beyond belief. And he came to me the summer 
uh, between his freshman and sophomore year and he had a little baby and he said, coach, you know, I want to get better. How, what can I do? And I said, look, at, I understand the issues. You want to be home with your family. I said, you got to get in here at 630 in the morning before your kid's awake. You got to get back in here at nine o'clock at night when everybody goes to bed. And, and then you still can have a little bit of a family life. Well, not only did he do that, but he also became an academic All-American. I mean, he academically, he took his game to a whole nother level. And that's when I realized, you know, that Xavier can do just about anything Xavier gets a chance to do. And I think like it did in college, his first year, he hardly played. Yeah. You know, like Draymond, second year, he played a lot more. His third year, he, he was my leader, you know, was the leader in the, in the locker room and on the floor. And he covered up for so many things. He could cover guards. He could cover seven, one guys. Um, I think you're going to fall in love with him there. He's got to, you know, keep improving that shot yeah. and keep improving his foot speed. But people, I think too many times people look at what a guy can't do yeah. and they forget what he can do. And the can do is usually make other people around him better. I talked to Draymond just last night, you know, uh, Curry's now getting more shots off the dribble with Draymond. He got him off the pass and he got him off screens. Yeah. I think Xavier is going to end up a great screener there. He can set good screens. He, he can rebound. He can defend the world. So uh, he just got to grow into it, and they're doing a good job with him. It's something that doesn't come overnight. Yeah. It's gradually getting better, and I think he's got a great running mate that will help him in, uh, in Jaron. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I agree with that because those two could be a really good duo uh, being the big men because they can switch screens, which is very important in the NBA uh, with the pick and roll and the, the one of the biggest and best plays even now. And just it's crazy to think John Stockton and Carl Malone back in the day and then still it's just as big as it is ever. Uh, let's get into the best man. And I have one first question. It's probably going to make you laugh. How in the world did you get him away from Georgetown? Well, you know, it was Georgetown because mom and, and dad, and then it was Maryland because that's where he was brought up. Thank God for Terry because, you know, she, they lived in Indianapolis because she worked for the NCAA and now does an incredible job, uh, you know, working for the Women's Basketball Association. But um, I, I don't know. I, I think my <laughs> assistants did a good job recruiting him. I think he loved his visit here. I think he liked the guys. You know, we had uh, Miles Bridges, we had Cassius Winston. Um, you know, he had played some AU ball uh, with Xavier Tillman uh, earlier. And, you know, then he went to Lollamere. It was in the Midwest. So we got lucky. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, his parents were absolutely some of the best. You know, they had a great player. They knew he had potential. And yet they... His dad would come up. He was fun to be around. His mom, all she wanted to know is how he was doing academically. She was, I mean, and and whether he's behaving himself. I mean, <laughs> she's a tyrant now. I could use her on my staff. She's awesome. And uh, I just think that with that being said, it was a great combination to have parents like he has, one who's a player, one who's, you know, such a disciplinarian. And yet, I was lucky because uh, 
He was in the Midwest at the time, right. and we lured him away from those East Coast schools where he really grew up, and of course, where his mom and dad went to school. So yeah. I, I'd say a little bit of luck, um, <laughs> and I'll take luck sometimes over anything else. No, that's awesome, and and that's really what I I saw the uh, report. I was reading through a lot of his stuff in the past couple of days, and it, he talked about you shedding a tear. I was like, that that's funny. I was like, so is it true? Is it true? Yes. Hell yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I'm not stupid. I mean, I, I'm not the greatest coach in America, but boy, when, when you see a guy that has skill, intelligence, a work ethic, and an incredible base, I mean, even I couldn't screw that guy up. Right. You know? I mean, I've screwed up some guys, but I couldn't screw that guy. And if I did, mom would have let me know and it would have been a I would have been in the doghouse so I didn't want to be in the doghouse but but uh I I, you know I I love all my players I really do Uh, you you don't have a favorite but if you looked at unbelievable skill level for his size Mm. and yet the work ethic to gain 20 pounds in college and I mean good 20 pounds um and then to be the teammate he was incredible teammate i mean he he enjoyed everybody and around here in one year he became a hero and he still comes back and he still stays in touch and that's hard to do this day and age and i think that speaks volumes of how he was raised by not only his mom and dad but he's got a great grandmom too and uh just a lot of things that are cool about jaron jackson yeah, you, you can tell just from being on the outside, you know, just being from Memphis, uh, I'm not a diehard Michigan State fan. I love you as a coach because I think you do it the right way. And so I follow your career over, my, you know, my lifetime. Uh, but also you can see with someone like Jaron, the reason he chose to go to Michigan State was because of, you know, you and the program and the people that you have around you. But he's also different. He probably didn't want to follow in his family's footsteps because that's boring. And Jaron yeah. is nothing boring to him at all. Uh, and so I can see that. But a uh, couple more questions and we'll get you out of here. Um, who's the player that you envisioned Jaron to be? Because he was the foul prone guy and he could kind of switch everything and he could still shoot. Is that the player that you saw him to be? Like, is that his level, like superstar in the NBA? Oh, I, I don't think we've even seen. I mean, we've seen a lot of glimpses of the best of Jaron Jackson. I think if he stays healthy, um, he's got even more to show you because you're right. I mean, he can um, switch. He can see as he has a high basketball IQ. I, I think, you know, he can pass, he can handle it. He's almost better with his left hand than his right hand, yeah. uh, which is amazing. You know, that he's, he's got both. He's not amphibious as I'd say he's ambidextrous, you know, but <laughs> uh, he can do both. And, uh, and I, I think you're right. You know, I think he was raised, even though it was a superstar family, I mean, his mom's a lawyer, his dad's an NBA veteran, you know. Um, I talked to Steve Smith about his dad. You know, his dad was a great guy. But I think he's very blue-collar in his own way. You know, he lives in a white-collar world now. and But you, you still see a lot of charities invo- he's involved with. Um, he's always looking to do stuff for other people. If I ever need him to call a a player who's struggling. I mean, he'd do it in a heartbeat. He's a giver. He's a carer. And that's, and, and I think the best of Jaron, you know, 
are going to be the next 10 years. I really do because stays healthy, figures everything out, gets through those first two, three years of, you know, wow, there's so much going. And his wow isn't as big as some because he's got a family that's been through the wow and, and they've raised him that way. But uh, he's going to take off. I mean, he, he is a superstar <laughs> in my opinion yeah. because he is multidimensional. Um, some guys can do it on the offensive end. Some guys can just do it on the defensive end. He can do it on the offensive end, the defensive end, on the court, off the court. He is your uh, – I'm, I'm hoping he'll be the role model for all these kids that live in such a crazy world now. Uh, he had people that told him the way it had to be, yeah. not the way he wanted it to be. Right. And most people uh, – our world isn't that way right now. Um, if you're around his mom at all, if there's a problem, she's very supportive of him, but uh, she's not afraid to tell him what he needs to do, what he's got to do. And I'm sure it's changed a little bit now. He's a, a grown man, but uh, I bet you not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still 22, right? He's, yeah. He's, yeah. he's one of the youngest players on the, the Grizzlies, even now, after being in the NBA for, what is this, three, four years now, years, uh, whatever it yeah. is. Uh, so uh, last question, um, and I think I know the answer to this, but I, it's always good to ask. Um, he's grown into his body, and I think that helps uh, into his NBA frame. And he's finally taking off, uh, even though his stats, literally, they look the exact same year after year that he's been in the NBA. But what do you attribute to his success? Is it a little bit of everything of parents, high IQ, uh, high IQ, or is it just, you know, yes, this one thing, I know that's what, you know, really drives Jaron as the man, as the person. That's a very good question. I, I think, you know, to give you the generic answer, yes, it's all the above, but I, I think, I think he has two things that separate you in that league. I, I think he does have a great work ethic. At least he, he really did for me. I mean, a great work ethic. Be here early in the morning, lift weights, do this, do that. But I think he has humbleness and humility. You know, he's energetic. He's Everybody loves him. He's got that, I call it the Magic Johnson smile. You know, he, that guy, I, I remember him at Illinois once going end to end behind the back, this and that. And then he'd have this great big smile. It wasn't a cocky smile. It was right. a, I'm having fun. You know, I think Jaron would bring to a team um, the ability to be great and have fun. And boy, that is a tough combination. You know, even for a coach, it's very tough to, to have those two scenarios. And uh, yet I think the great ones do, you know, we had magic Johnson here. I wasn't here then, <laughs> but, but, uh, but he's, he's around all the time because his parents still live here and it's infectious. I think Jaron's um, demeanor, his personality is infectious. And uh, that's why him and, and Xavier get along so well. And I hope they can stay together. You know, the NBA, you never know. I hope they could, they've been best friends since I think their junior year in high school. And uh, it reminds me of my buddy Mariucci and I, you know, now you go your own separate way. To this day, we're still best friends. I could see Jaron and Xavier best friends when they're sitting on the porch telling those stories how they dunked over each other you know right 30 40 years from now no for sure and I, and I think that's uh that's very important to have a a close friend especially on the team because like you said even though you are uh close friends with Mariucci but 
you, you grow so far um, so easily. And I think that is important. And Jaron, well, just go ahead. That's the one thing that I think they can give to each other. You know, Jaron being there a year before, I guess, Xavier right. um, or so, you know, he can help lead him, you know, Mariucci and I, even though he was in football and I was in basketball, um, there's not a lot of guys you can talk to that know what you're going through. And it was even better for Mariucci and I, cause we were in different sports. So, well, he was in the thick of things and, you know, September, October, November, I was off. And then when I was in the thick of it in December, January, February, he was off. So right. um, those guys, but they're together on the road yep. and together at home. I think Jaron probably did a great job of helping mentor um, Xavier. And I appreciate that. But Xavier, he's the rock of a friend, boy. I mean, yep. Xavier is, you know, he's been through some tough times and uh, a little bit more. And uh, what he's done academically and athletically um, from a guy that came in 280 pounds to not a great student to what he did speaks volumes of who he is. So you guys got two great guys, (laughs) not because they're Spartans, seriously, they're they're two incredible human beings. And uh, I'm hoping JJ gets on that all-star team. That's what I'm hoping for, you know. That would be awesome. I, I think he's heading down the direction of being on the NBA defensive team for sure with how oh, he's for playing. Sure. For yeah. sure. As you know, my other guy, Draymond Green, was, right. uh, you know, probably headed that way, too. And now he's had a little injury. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm hoping that your two guys and him bring the one thing that I, I would like everybody to get out of this program. Winning is important. Yeah. You know, place winning at a high level. Right. And uh I think those guys, you know, when when you're a good defensive player and you get your accolades that way even more than your offense, that means winning's important. Yeah. And uh hats off to Jaron, hats off to Xavier. And uh and thank you, Memphis. You know, Memphis has been good to them. Thank you for Zebo. Um, I still got my little Zebo head that when it was Zebo night, and uh I know when they uh raised the banner for him and, and uh, retired his number. Um, Zach, Zach was almost tearful on the phone. You know, he, it meant a lot to him. And, uh, and so I appreciate what your city has done for our players too. It's not just vice versa. Yeah. Well, we love uh, all of our players, um, you know, just a hundred percent, you know, that's how Memphis is. But we also see that in Michigan state and your program is you love your players, you know, just a hundred percent of the time. And so that's really what we kind of get from that. So, Coach, I can't thank you enough for having this interview. Uh, we love hearing about our players because we think they're the best. But then hearing them from you, it really just makes us feel proud. And I know that you are a coach and you have to feel like a proud dad, a, a proud papa to when these players go off and kind of spread their wings and become the NBA players that they are. And what I love most is, you know, both of them were back. We had a little grind week for our NBA guys in September and, when those guys come back or come back for a football game, I look on the field and, and the first football game, all the athletes get out there and form the tunnel. And all of a sudden I look and there's Jared Jackson. I said, what's Jared doing out there? He's still a kid in heart, you know? Yeah. And that's what I so greatly appreciate about him. Uh, so have fun with him and, uh, yeah. and thank you. And I hopefully once we're done with our season, you're going to be in the playoffs. I'll be down. So maybe I'll get a chance to meet you in person. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much, Coach. We got to get you to a playoff game. Oh, for, the- for sure. I'll be down. I went down for a couple of Zebos. I was going to, you know, it's been hard because of COVID the last two years, but this year you guys, I think, are going to make a run. And as soon as my season's over, I'm going to be down to see you and get there on Beale Street and uh, maybe have a little of that good food down there. We love it, Coach. We, we don't want your season ending anytime soon. Go ahead, win a national championship. Why not? It'd be a lot of fun for us as well. All right. Thanks, man. Coach, thank you.